people. If you don't recognize that tune, that's a good thing. Trust me. John Warden is back with us. Me and John went to college together, so we're going to talk about that again. We're going to talk about the IFB, of course, and we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff that went on on the bus route, in the dorms, all that fun stuff uh, from our past. We set another record with this podcast. We all just about hit three hours. So if you can hang on for that long, great. If you can't, that's fine too. Take it in bits and pieces. But if you were in school at any point in time at, at Hiles Anderson or some other type of IFB college, you're definitely going to enjoy it. If you were there between 2004, 2005, you're really going to enjoy it because we bust out the 04, 05 yearbook and, and the tour handbook and go through all the fun stuff that was inside. As always, I'm so grateful for you guys sticking around, paying attention, uh, shooting me a direct message, keeping in contact. Thank you so much, and enjoy this special edition of Not Your Mother's Podcast. I completely forgot about all of these things. So, this is we're in the same class. 2005, So this yeah. is from our sophomore year. Yeah. Our worst year. That's great. Well, my worst Ooh. year. Sophomore year was my worst year, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Odd. All right, all right. I stop. We're gonna have so much fun right now. This I didn't even know I had. To, I knew I had that, not this. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to have that and not do the intro. <laughs> okay. Is it crooked? I think it's a little crooked, but isn't it? It's whatever. It's fine. I just realized this is gonna read backwards on the entire podcast. Say <laughs> <Stay> it backwards. <laughs> Nagat Hickam, I think. <laughs> Nagat. Yeah, I nailed it. I nailed it. Read it. Read it backwards. One eternity later. My name's Stuart. This is my buddy John. And this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Yeah. Did we switch them? Oh, we got the right ones. We have two different whiskeys going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I made sure. I made sure. Take a whiff of that. All right. Just let it sit in your mouth. Mm. Folks, I've been on a bit of a... I've been dry slightly recently. And um, I haven't had James that caskmates in like a month, so I'm going to thoroughly enjoy this. You may notice some new additions to the podcast behind me. This would be the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as John had previously mentioned to me before we started. <laughs> this man is in a federal penitentiary in um, Kentucky. Uh, he gets a lot of female visitors, so I hear I don't have, I'll be honest with you, I don't have a lot of bad things to say about this guy, if you can see him. I'm not going to say his name. I just don't. This guy's a piece of shit. So, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we have, we have some other things with us today. So, uh, we are going to be talking about, uh, Nagakim, uh, I'm just kidding. We're going to be talking, I'm trying to get funny and it's not good. It's not we'll good. get there, dude. <laughs> We're going to talk about where me and John went to college and, um, I know it's going to, there are a lot of you that went to the same college, or some of you might be there now, um, a lot of you that went for a couple years, some of you that graduated, some of you that got a master's, John got a master's, correct? Yes. Woohoo. Nailed it. Six years. And so, uh, Ouch, bro. We're, <laughs> sorry. Cut me deep. Yeah, did I cut you to the quick? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, we're going to talk about Howes Anderson College, and uh, I know it's going to be very similar to... Uh, a lot of the colleges um, that you guys went to, if you went to an independent fundamental Baptist college or something similar, uh, they're not all uh, IFB. There's a lot of uh, very conservative, I would say, Christian colleges that sure. that you know only do intramural sports. Um, uh, and, you know, you can only work certain places or have a lot of kind of. I understand needing uh, regulatory things as a as a young adult, but just over the top. 
when it comes to legalism. So we're going to talk about that. We also have, will you show the people, John, a uh, yearbook from myself and John's freshman year. We're going to be going through that. Sophomore. Uh, sophomore. 2005. Yeah, 2005. My fault. Sophomore year. I even said that earlier. And then I have forgotten. It's the only reason I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go through the yearbook. Um, it's just like any other yearbook, except it's not. So uh, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll go through that. And I think you guys will get a kick out of us getting a kick out of it. I think that'll be fun. Uh, actually, I know it will be. And then I have from the vaults. Okay, so first, this is not uh, exactly what it looks like. Oh, and I opened right up to me. This is a... Uh, is this a calendar? <laughs> calendar like a, you guys made the centerfold you made the centerfold it's a calendar that went over all the schedules of the tour members uh that that sang on tour around the country for the hiles anderson college i was one of them one year i'm not i i would say i'm not sure how i made it but i am sure a friend of mine talked to anthony collins and let me in there's no way i would have yeah. gone on tour no, no staff didn't like me enough i wasn't i was definitely not i was not cool enough and uh, my dad's church wasn't 5,000 plus, so that ruled me out also. You did, you did not That's suckle the on the teeth <laughs> enough. I didn't do that at all. You weren't a sucker, I, so. I, I, uh, yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, from that, I have our tour handbook. Um, you know, high quality Walmart uh, stuff here. And I'm going <laughs> to read through some of the rules that were penned by this fella who's in the pen. So I want, I want, I want see what to you did add, there. do you see that? It's the whiskey. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> there are some rules here that are going to be like, okay, that's bizarre. And then there's some that are, you're going to be like, hey, what? So what we, what I, what we did on tour was we would go all summer. So like three months or so. And we go, uh, to all like denomination churches that had denominations similar to the college. And we would sign kids up for college. We'd sing and we'd look cool and we'd try to not get too fat and we eat a lot of shitty food and um, we'd wear suits all the time <laughs> and on off days when we weren't wearing suits that matched we would wear casual clothes that matched luckily we had a uh, chaperone tour pass or whatever you want to call them that didn't make us abide by that but anytime we were around another tour group we had to wear matching casual clothes that was fun uh, always be aggressively positive and friendly I'm not sure how that plays out, but that's a rule. Um, be an aggressive listener. I, hey. I don't know. <laughs> Let me bend your ear. <laughs> Let me bend your ear. <laughs> Let me have my ears bent by you. Be an aggressive servant. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is frontline duty. Just uh, duty? Yeah, duty. <laughs> All right. Um, if you, it's just so, just so many, walk slowly through the crowd. I, I think it was listening to like some old school classic rock and like, oh, that lyric sounds about right. I'll yeah. throw that down. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't understand. Um, don't come back. Oh, he said it. <laughs> don't come back backslidden. Come back polished. <laughs> The hilarity of that for me is he had a message called the polished oh, shaft, and that is exactly what it sounds like. And there are like before and after pictures. And there are. <laughs> and there's videos. I there watched one the other day. It's dramatic. <laughs> oh, it's tough. Um, um, don't swagger in like you own the place, which is what all of us always did. Yep. 
You are the cream of the crop, the traveling billboard of First Baptist Church of Hammond, Indiana and Hiles Anderson College. No one, look, if you went on tour and you're in a place of realism right now, you will agree with me. None of us are the cream of the crop, especially after we came back. It's just no. not good. When someone when someone tells me if I meet someone or, or someone messages me on Facebook and says something like, oh, we went to school together, I cringe. And I'm like, did you know me before or after my junior year? Because that's when I went on tour and I did not come back the nicest person ever. Yeah. And generally, if they knew me after, like, yeah, you were kind of an asshole. I'm like, yep, 100%. <laughs> um, if, here's a good one. If someone brings up a controversial subject, refer him to your preacher. Hmm. So, so what's, don't, the, what's the number to the penitentiary there? <laughs> I'm not sure if they can. You might have to pay for that collect, call. Collect, it's but, a collect call. And you will be paying for that, I assure you. Yeah. Code sex. Oh, then he repeats Jack Hiles. Be kind to everybody because everybody's having a tough time. That is not an, an original from him. I know this. But, that's Buddha. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, don't ask your preacher tour questions in front of others. Uh, mow lawns, clean the bathtub, clean the lavatory, and always make your bed. I never made my bed. Especially when they made me sleep in a camper trailer. Some folks may be tone deaf, but they know a clean bathroom. What is he? What? Uh, you will never understand the pressure on the leader. Just do what he tells you to do. <laughs> Wow, that doesn't speak for why he's in the penitentiary. Um, uh, oh my God, it's it's so many. Respect how many, the man. How many pages are there, dude? This is and this is. It, there's not like a break. This is yeah. This, this is all are, Jack Scop rules. Yeah, these are just like one-liners. Yeah, like cater, if, a bad, if a if a bad comedian did stand up and just wrote one-liners <laughs> that made no sense and everybody was just kind of like the fuck. <laughs> That's what we'd be reading right now. When you're back in the college area, remember, you're under all the college rules as a student. We'll go over those. Mm. Um, oh, this is a good one. This actually, so this is something that I heard in a sermon recently. I've been uh, re-listening to a bunch of old sermons and recent sermons uh, from <laughs> IFB leaders, especially in, in that uh, general region of the country. And they talk a lot about how tough it is on the wives, the pastor's wives. And that's true. It is really tough on them. But I think that's so paradoxical, I think is the right word, because it's like, oh, it's so tough on the pastor's wives. Well, why? Well, it just is. they got to do all this shit. Well, then maybe don't have them do that. Maybe don't have it be so tough. It just shocked me, like, to read and listen to people. Oh, it's just, they have such a tough job. It's so yeah. hard. Well, either they, A, shouldn't be doing it, or two, someone, i.e. their husband, should make it not so tough on them. I just, I just don't understand um, be sure to go out of your way to make the preacher's wives feel special. Yeah, you should, because they're having a terrible time. Um, ooh, wow. Look for someone to adopt at every church. Maybe you can encourage a teen to come to youth conference, get involved in our MLM, and pay more money. Maybe a bus kid needs some extra attention. <laughs> not, not you. Jack Scott knows about giving uh, extra attention. Um, <laughs> maybe an adult, backslidden preacher's kid, Needs a good taste of the college. <laughs> Maybe he does. And just so, like, just so you don't, yeah. like, just so you don't like think we're just like come up. I don't know what page he's on, but the bottom number here is number eighty-two. Eighty-two. That this is just for tour groups. Like, keep in mind these have really nothing to do. These are more like guidelines 
Guidelines and actual rules. Yeah, right. But seriously, it's <laughs> it just is. like what? Like, it is. How is that a rule? Like, be yep. kind to the pack. Like, yeah, you should. But really, that you need to write that down. Like, Jeez. this this guy, uh, Clifford, is well, well, very well known for giving us lists. Yeah, very well known for giving us extensively extent. Like he did one the other day. I listened to him do one in, in chapel before summer break. Sixty, sixty things you need to do over summer break. One of them was hug your mother. Uh, no shit. I haven't seen her for however many And that wasn't even number one. No. That was like number no. 70. Yeah, it was way down Out there. of 60. Way, <laughs> I see what you yeah. did. Yeah. Way down the list. Definitely, actually, I want to talk about that more later because he, he gets into what kind of porn he's definitely uh, ingesting. Uh, definitely, there's no way he's not. Um, make it a goal to wash dishes at every church or home in which you stay. No. Even if they pretend to be mad and throw a fit, do it anyway. In parentheses... They really do not mind. I, Even if you weren't invited over there. I'm just here to wash your dishes. Uh, we're not done eating yet. No, I'm watching <laughs> Be aggressive. Get the, get the fuck out of my way. Be I'm washing your... We don't have any dishes. We'll get some dirty really quick. Yeah, be an aggressive servant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is good. At every church, once you step out of the van, you are to no longer think of yourself. Think only on these things. How can I follow my tour preacher? I don't know. Walk behind him. How does the preacher, what does the preacher need from me? Nothing. What do people need from me? <laughs> Just like, what grade level is this shit written on? Uh, okay. Um, there's just so many, dude. What do we got here? Oh, here's a good one. Activities. Uh, lady tour group members are not permitted to go horseback riding. Well, that's how you get pregnant. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Horse, horse minotaur tour. babies. Yeah. Got yeah. it. All right. Yep. Um, what? No tour members are permitted to go motorcycle riding. I feel Wait, like I didn't, he, didn't he own a motorcycle? Yeah, he did own a motorcycle, <laughs> but okay. The new Harley that someone bought? Oh. Your tour preacher is in charge. No tour member has the authority to take charge and usurp authority over your preacher. Oh, my God. It's, it's just... Subjugation. Yeah, 100%, dude. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, Nowhere in here does it actually say you have to sing good either. No, because some of them couldn't. <laughs> like, one of the fellows that was with me was terrible. <laughs> like rule number one. It, I, I'm not going to say his name because it's whatever, but like, his name is whatever. Huh? Huh? Uh, no, I'm not going to say his name, but I remember anytime we would do anything a cappella, I, I did not have tenor range, but I could sing uh, falsetto. I knew the part. I'm not. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't sing either. Uh, no. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they taught, yeah, not, I did not go on tour with him, thank God. Um, but he uh, he didn't know the tenor part, he just memorized the part for the songs. So when it was off the cuff, uh, happy birthday, something like that, mm -hmm. I would sing the tenor. Like, mm -hmm. This guy didn't even know his part. And there you have and it. There, and there you have it. But he was um, aggressive. Yes. He was an aggressive servant. <laughs> uh, tour members may not use, not make... Any personal cell phone calls from the tour? We had a tour cell phone? Scott never told me about that. Uh, it is a privilege that you're allowed to keep your own cell phone on tour. If your tour preacher feels that you are abusing that privilege, he has the right to have you mail it home. <laughs> mail it home? Wow. Oh, that's ludicrous. <laughs> I don't like the porn you're looking at your phone. on your phone. Mail it to your mom. Like, mail what? it. Wow. <laughs> Watch it off first. Um... 
Do not answer your cell phone while your tour preacher is speaking to your group. Your phone should be turned off while you are in church services. Never once. Eating meals with pastors or church hosts. Never once. Or any other time that your tour preacher specifies. He never specified. <laughs> oh, this is great churches. <laughs> when getting out of a van at a church, no sunglasses or chewing gum allowed. <laughs> Why? What? Who cares? Dude, that's correct. Oh, clothing. Oh, this ought to be Yeah. Good. Well, this is more... So they provide outfits for us. So I think this is more about... Um, oh, my God. They're telling us, wash clothing in cold water, gentle cycle, and dry on low heat or drip dry. Really? Really? Oh, my God. No, this is really about taking care of your clothing. Like, wait, we don't wait, know. Wait, is this what... Huh? <laughs> for any replacement of tour clothing, the college and you will each pay 50%. What? I'm glad I never had to get into I had to have a tie replaced. They must have just comped that or something. No, Why am I going to have to pay? added it to your tuition. <laughs> Probably. 50%. Uh, whoa. Wear tour clothing. So the tour clothing is matching suits and ties. And then on, on casual days, we had, I think, one. We had two pairs of, of pants and three different polo shirts. And the pants were dress pants. Those are your casual outfits. So it's saying... You may not wear other clothing in public places other than your tour clothing. You yeah. have to at all times to wear that shit. Um, uh, yeah, keep your jewelry together, okay? Oh, if your clothing says dry clothing, please do no shit. Replacing tour clothing because of summer gluttony is not an option. Please be responsible. If you gain weight and your outfit is not fitting properly and decently, you, and in all caps, you must lose the weight. <laughs> John can't believe it. He has to see for himself. Oh my, god. oh, my God. Shirts and blouses are to be tucked in at all times because this is the National Basketball so. Association. No frumpy-looking clothes allowed. You're representing Kyle Anderson College. Keep your shoes polished and clean. Like twice, maybe. Damn. Uh, wear tennis shoes for physical activities. Well, Kyle Anderson, you didn't provide me no fucking tennis shoes. Oh, here we go. Ladies. Ladies clothing. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, this is the pot of Jack. Hosiery is to be worn at all times, even on off day. No one is allowed to wear different color hosiery for any reason. What the fuck? I think they got hosiery. What is that? I, well, I think hosiery is supposed to be like the chastity belt. <laughs> Make it more difficult for access, maybe. What in the world? What does that even mean? If someone, someone come jump in the comments and tell me what that means. You different, know what that means? Different color hosiery? Like different, like you can't if, if you're can't wear like if white you're or black. white. Yeah, you can't. You gotta wear like you nude. Had, you had to wear, always wear nude. Fucking perverts, dude. That's why see through. If someone if someone is in need, let your tour preacher know. Replacing them is a priority. Knee heights are not to be worn at any time. Be careful to spray your hairspray and perfume before you put on your jewelry. This will keep it looking nice because we bought shit jewelry for you. They bought jewelry. The girls had. Jewelry. They actually bought it like, for them? No, like we had ties, they had jewelry. They had necklaces. I don't know about earrings, but they had necklaces. They really? Had matching necklaces. I did not know that. I thought everybody just Someone provided. had a necklace finish. Oh, my goodness. Um, keep jewelry and the tainer provided for you. Okay. <laughs> Pin any scars. Who cares? Um, uh, let's see. Remind me. Uh, make sure all the group has on correct jewelry each day. Account for each... Uh, remind ladies to change into dress jewelry before each service. So there's casual jewelry and dress jewelry. <laughs> oh my god. No, this is great. What the fuck? Who cares? Clothing men only. 
No ankle high athletic socks may be worn at any time. Wear the casual socks provided with your casual outfit. <laughs> wow. No ankle socks. <laughs> I did not realize that was in there. Well, the reason that's in there, I'll tell you why, is because anything that they could term as worldly, we needed to be separated from. So ankle socks, if you remember, that would be around 2007. Mm -hmm. I, I'd say they're so popular now, but they yeah. were more popular than no-shows and ankle yeah. socks were really popular. That's why. If it's popular, you can't do it. Mm. Can your pastor do it? Yes. Can your mom and daddy do it? Yes. Can your siblings do it who aren't in college? Yes. Can you do it? Fuck no. Yeah. I didn't realize. Dang. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no ankle socks. Each group should regularly write to the following people. Some should receive letters weekly, others monthly. Scott Evans Young, tour group, music trainer, parents, a bus kid, and applicant. What? <clears throat> okay. Uh, okay. You're saying you, have to, you should write letters to those people? Yes. Like I needed to write Scop a letter every month, like he was gonna read that shit. Wow. No tour member may stay in a home with a family or in a motel room. Wait, what? Tour members must stay in groups of two or more. Oh, okay. Because you'll you'll have sex with the pastor's wife for sure. If, if there's only one. Yeah. If there's only one, yeah, that's what you're gonna do. There's a curfew on Saturday nights, lights out at midnight. Like, here's the thing. How are they going to enforce that? We would show up to these churches. We would never all, st okay, every once in a while we'd all stay in the same place. And that was in like a camper trailer once. So, like, how are you going to enforce that? Like, are you calling? Are you going to the house where your, your tour members are staying? Like, hey, the lights are not. It's 12.01. Go home. You're off tour. Like, what? That's, what? That's, oh, my God. That's rough. Uh, rinse out the bathtub or shower. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> shower babies. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Who? What was that guy's name? Uh, Boyd. Joe Boyd. Rest Joe in Boyd. peace, dude. Rest in pieces. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> all right, I'm I'm almost done with this one. Uh, uh, go soul winning in each town before the service if your travel time allows. Um, uh, Which the travel time never. <laughs> Fuck that. We went. I went soul winning twice. I think maybe. And my tour pastor's dad was like Mr. Soul Winning. That's oh. so funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been to the conference. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, okay. Good old Long View. <sighs> yeah. And now we out. That was your tour pastor, right? Yeah, it was. You got oh, it. nobody's going to really. <laughs> I don't think if you can put that together, yeah, then, then, you then you're not going to know. Exactly. Um, all right. I know I'm taking forever on this. It's just there's some gems in here. I don't want you guys to. Pages to and on. pages. Dude. Check with her for good times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, was, it gets uh, more interesting if you just read bits and pieces. Yeah, it does. It's kind of like a sermon. You read a little bit from here, <laughs> match it up with something else that doesn't exactly. really relate, but <laughs> makes it more interesting uh, that way. Oh my god. Okay, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it for tour. So, Dang. some of that was a little blah and dry. I get it, but I think the thing, if if I can. If I want people to get anything from this podcast and from other podcasts, it's that absolute control and fear are very, very important for these people. And so if they – there were things that me and you would do in college that there was no way you could keep track of. Yeah. But we did it because we knew we were supposed to. Okay. And mostly because we didn't want to disappoint our parents, and that's not a dig at our parents. It just is what it is. No one wants to disappoint their parents. So when, it's, when you're set up to feel disappointment – for uh, um, you know, speaking your mind, or set up to feel not by your parents, but by the authority. You're set up to feel disappointment for uh, having your own thoughts, for not seeing two people saved on Saturday. Was it seeing or witnessing? 
I want to say it was witnessing. Okay, so you had to witness the two people on Saturday. Minimum. So let me break that down. I'll be brief. But witnessing basically means you knocked on a door on Saturday morning while someone was trying to enjoy their cartoons and their family because this is their, you know, one day a week because tomorrow they're going to be at church, especially they're in Chicago. Or they're going to be, you know, already thinking about working the next day on, on, on Monday, uh, if it's Sunday. Uh, so you knock on the door on Saturday and you tell them that they're going to burn forever unless they read this thing and repeat these words after you. And if you can get through the whole Romans road or whatever it is, then you witness to one person. So there was a requirement. It wasn't a requirement. It was It was a requirement, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you it, had to every you week. You an activity report. Activity report. Yeah. And if, what happened if you... Because I'm sure some people fill them out, honestly. You, yeah, you, you get offenses or demerits? Yeah, you get offenses. And what? if you got so many offenses, then you you would kind of upgrade to demerits. And no then shit. You could eventually have a meeting with somebody uh, with... Uh, who is the head of discipline? Borsch? Borsch. The creepiest Wait, motherfucker Borsch? on the planet. Yeah, his last name Borsch? Mike Borsch. Gosh, I, mean, oh. I haven't said... I haven't said... Oh, like him, like, oh, oh, <laughs> he, like, he looked like the dude from Bear in the Big Blue House. <laughs> The bear. I remember only I um, I saw him. Tw I had to meet with him twice. <laughs> I had to meet with him twice. That's exactly how that went. I had to meet with him two times, and um, the first time was discipline committee, uh, which was that is just so scary. Um, we can talk about that later. The first time I met with him was dis discipline committee, and the second time was I had went. This is a real thing that you got in trouble for. I had went out an exit. It's clearly marked exit. The doors are right there. But because it was a Saturday and there wasn't a security guard there to see me exit, mm. they saw me on or they saw me on video camera exit. Yeah. How creepy is that? Well, we didn't have a security guard to keep track of you on this day, but we had a camera, so we want to talk to you about that. The yeah. fuck you do? Where was I going? What was it? It doesn't matter. I'm 22 years old. I'm 21 years yeah. old. I pay you. And Chill you out. Yeah. Anyway, so that's another thing. Um, where was I going? I was going somewhere with that. Should have written notes for this one, maybe. Um, so, it, uh, what it comes down to that we're going to speak to over and over and over again is control. They need control. They've got to control you. They've got to know where you are, what you're doing, activity reports. So, you every... Now, I feel like there was an hour requirement to you needed to beat the streets for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah, for was sure. Was it also two? Yeah, it was two, a check. I feel like it was two hours. Yeah, it was... Uh, so what it was was yeah. every Monday yeah. we would we would get a form. We'd go to chapel and they'd yell at us for an hour for watching porn or listening to Southern Gospel, just depending on what they felt like preaching on that day. Because we did all that over the weekend. Well, some of us did. And so so you'd fill it out and you would you would write down how many people you witnessed to because it's not about numbers. It's not about numbers. No. I, I, I haven't put this on a podcast yet, I don't think. I put it on my live video. This is the Bible that I carried. Uh, I think I stole this from uh, Doug Kalath um, because he was in chapel. Uh, I don't remember. He preached chapel, and then um, I saw it like the day after or whatever in uh, in the Lost and Found, mm. and I just took it, and I didn't pay for it because it was, I think it's 25 cents Lost and Found. I just took it, and then I had him sign it a while later, and he was very interested in the Bible. Like, he looked through it. Oh, it's a nice Bible. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Sorry, Doug. Um, but I have, if you're just listening, I'm sorry. This is a sticker. It says, Pray, win, baptize. 25,000. Oh, same year as the yearbook. In 2005. Because mm. we're not about numbers. Yeah. So, we're going to... we're gonna, And these... Everyone had these. Yeah, oh yeah. We all had these stickers. And we all... 
that was our goal that year was 25,000 to win that many people no to get that many people baptized it's harder to get someone baptized than it is to get someone saved yeah so what that means is you we had way more than that saved like we talked way tons of people into you know believing in Jesus and not going to hell but then we also got a shit ton of people to come to church and let us hold them under the water while they couldn't breathe for a few seconds um, and we need to talk about that too <laughs> an H day action mm. but um anyways it's, it's all about control that's all that they, they wanted numbers they wanted to know your numbers from the weekend. They wanted to know how many hours you went soul winning. They wanted to know which is knocking on doors. And they wanted to know how many people you saw saved. God, I wish I had an activity report now, dude. I wish. Because that shit is so, it's so it's crazy. bonkers. Because it wasn't just those two things. I feel like there's no, a no, lot no. more it, you yeah, had to it, fill out. It was a minute. It took a minute to fill out. Do you remember out. anything else that was on it? I'm trying to think. Mm -hmm. it, um, oh, we, well, no. You had to see if you had any first-time visitors. That was on there. Like if, how, if, wow. if anybody came to church. Uh, baptisms, obviously, was on yes. there. Yes, okay. Um, which wasn't a requirement, um, yeah. but uh, but yeah that yeah those were the gosh I haven't thought about an activity board forever. That's crazy, right? I'm trying to remember like what did, okay what did we like without my masters we graduated yeah. in 08? Yeah, 08. Uh -huh. Okay, so that's already nine years ago. Jeez, nine years ago. Yeah, it's been a minute. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's, we were talking about crazy. this the other day, and just so many. This is why I wanted to do this podcast. I want to have John back on. John's going to be a perennial. I don't know if that's the right word. Is that like once a year? It's once. <laughs> Once it comes back every season. <laughs> I'm very We're gonna seasonal. Have, <laughs> we have John on way more than that because this is your second podcast, yes. I think, with us. So yep. John's going to be on a lot. Just just prepare yourselves. If you don't like John, yep, exactly. So, uh, which, I don't know why I said that because I've yet to have it. Uh, you had John Warden on, did not appreciate that. No, happy. He's probably not even remember who, who I am. Yeah, it. No, I've gotten a lot, a lot of people like, oh, look, more. I've got more feedback on your podcast than any other one. That oh, I'm really? Including the one with my mom, yeah. Oh, well, thank you out there. <laughs> um, thank you, not your mother's community. Yes, so, thank you. So control is important, and let's just get into it. Okay. About, about the, the 25,000. So that would have been, so we got there in 04. And so that would have been the, the spring semester of 2005 and the fall semester of 2005. Were you there? Yeah. Did you stay the summer? Uh, freshman year? I bet you didn't. I don't feel like Freshman year, I did not. No. It was close to not coming back. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, Tell me about that. 2004. Tell well, me about that. that. So that was kind of, uh, first year was like garbage. That was when we were at Rice. So and it was just tough, like. Man. You just, you didn't sleep. You brutal. barely ate. What you ate was shit. And it's like, you, the, we're going to. Yeah, we're doing so many things. Yeah, but the, the dating thing is just so frustrating. Yeah, like, they they work like they would stand you up in chapel. I think we talked about that in the last one, but like they would they would stand you up in chapel and in, in, in front of what a thousand people at least and start pairing off guys and girls. Yeah, but don't touch her. Yeah, like don't touch her. But we're gonna embarrass you in front of everyone and have you sit together, and that's not gonna traumatize you at all. It certainly won't traumatize her, and generally. The woman, the, you couldn't, you don't say no. In yeah. fact, I was listening to, oh, Dave Douglas just preached a few weeks ago. He's the president now, if I'm correct. And he said, girls, if a guy asks, I'm, this is a direct quote. If a guy asks you on a date, you should generally never say no. The fuck? Number one. Number two, and when he got a bunch of like kind of guffaws, which good for those girls. Yeah. He said, at least give him a pity date. Come on. A mercy date. No, that is unmerciful. Guess what? Yeah. I have had a girl give me a mercy date outside of that. 
It sucked ass. Yeah, because I thought terrible. I was gonna see her again, That's and she acted like I was gonna see her again. I'm gonna not one, and I never saw her again. <laughs> it wasn't cool. There's so in no setting is that. Go ahead. There's a family that went to. They were their dad is a popular preacher still, and many people probably even worked at the church at some time. Jesus. But yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I remember this, obviously this. Now this was before I my uh, my wife Lindsay even came to school. Right. This was before I even met her or knew mm -hmm. anything about her. And uh, so there was a there was a a girl and it was for uh, uh, the Harvest Festival. Yeah. Oh yeah. So big time. I, I, like rumor came down. She was a she was a I was a freshman and she was a uh, junior. Ooh, which was on, which was unheard big, of. Big man. Unheard on of. Right. Big man on campus. I didn't really even know she knew who I was. So I asked her. Yeah. I found out her sister had actually told me that that she was interested. That she was interested. Okay. And I asked her, Mom, I'll go for it. Right. So I go to ask for a second date. And she's like, well, I'm not looking for anything too serious, blah, blah, yeah. Keep on, this was a second date, like, a month later. Mm -hmm. She still had my UNC hood. I was kind of upset about that. Hey, hold up. My, my, tar, my tar Heels hoodie. Ooh, did you get it back? I did not get it back. Motherfucker! Yeah. So, uh, um... Can't, you can't yeah. keep taking our hoodies, y'all. No, it's not, not cool. yours, It's not bitch. cool. But anyways, <laughs> so, but what it was, was, like, so I wanted to say... for the second date. Yeah, but it was like five, yeah, in which I got turned down for that reason. I'm not looking for anything serious. Because you didn't have... Oh, cause the, not because of the hoodie. Not because of the hoodie. But like five <laughs> months later, this chick was engaged. What? Like straight up engaged. What? So... Okay, so here... And this is way off topic. Because I didn't... I'm not bitter or anything. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. But she, if she showed up with a hoodie right now, you'd be like... Snatch that shit. <laughs> you know that shit. I'd be an aggressive trash. servant with taking that back. <laughs> so aggressive. Yeah. Or maybe... No. You know what it was? Huh? I, I'm sorry. She did give it back, but okay. she didn't wash it, and it stunk, and I think Dude, I ended up throwing it away. What the hell? Wash your shit, girl. Because she, like, rumor came down that she didn't really shower wash, that much. Wash my shit. What? Legit, the like, swear to God. No. Like, that was rumor. I was like, mm, mm, we're going to have to offer this up to the fire, guys. <laughs> so we went ahead and Dude, got rid that of that. Sucks. That was an $80 hoodie. That's when I was oh, and UNC, rolling in the dough as a freshman. And UNC was, it's always been a big deal, own. but then it was, that was the shit. Like, that was. It was. We just beat Illinois. They just beat Illinois for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're getting way off, but yeah, so it's gonna, it's gonna circle back around to the will, dating and the control because it it's it's. Amazing. I just want to say I have had, um, and this isn't this is means no offense to uh, if this girl ever sees this podcast at all, but there's a girl I met, uh, you know, was planning on you know taking her on a date and it just never worked out, but we we uh, connected on Facebook for some reason. This is more recently, and she has two kids now with a guy that she met not long after she met me. And and that for her she's happy and it yeah. looks like he's happy. Oh, so good. good, good for them. But that's not what I wanted at all at that mm. time, and don't want any more children at, at this moment. And so like when I see her post, I'm like, okay, maybe you are like, right. <laughs> I'm gonna put some more thought into. I just believe. Bullet on that one. <laughs> so anyways, that's that's way off topic. But um, uh, anyway, so um, we're gonna talk about numbers because. Numbers are very important to every IFB institution. It's very important that you be able to tell other people that you have witnessed to thousands and thousands of people. and You've seen hundreds of people saved and you've counseled thousands and thousands of couples. And what I'm speaking from is not just the rhetoric that I heard as a teenager, a young adult, and an adult. I'm speaking from rhetoric I heard a few days ago from messages that were preached a few weeks ago. Yeah. Every, without yeah. fail, every time the pastor of First Baptist Church Hammond gets up, or any staff member that I've yet to hear that's on staff at that church or at the college that we went to, anytime they get up and speak, 
either at the very beginning or woven throughout their message are their numbers and the fact that they have such great experience and they've talked to gazillions of people and they've helped so many people and they just talk all these personal testimonies about how amazing they are and then they'll end it with something that's just the opposite and say but I'm you know I'm not trying to tell you how good I am dude that's what you just did like I heard yeah. I heard the pastor the current pastor do that for like a, a half hour like my kids are amazing and God loves us and we do this for our neighbor and the neighbor doesn't believe in Jesus but we made him believe in Jesus because we have such a great personality and testimony and uh, eh, 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 eh. Yeah. And then he proceeds to say, but, you know, don't look at me. I'm nothing special. Yeah. You just finished telling telling me for the last half hour how special you are. And then you're going to try to mind fuck me into thinking you're not? Uh, okay. That's the fake humility that oh, I get over so quick. Yeah. But it's just rampant. You know, wanting you to know how great they are. But but don't look up to me. I'm no one. Yeah. Then why did you just try to prove it, to me that you're someone? Like, what, what was I don't that? understand. What was the statement? It's not about me. It's all about him. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Right? That, that became, Shit. I it do became, remember it became that. a joke. It was. It's yeah. not about me. It's all about, it's him. about him. But it, but it was right. like so. But it got used in a lot of skits. But that was the truth. Yeah, dude. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. One. Reverend Bravo. Mm. Right. The character. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what it was all. About. It's not about me. This just triggered it's, another one in me. I forgot about. Triggered. <laughs> I forgot about, and I was trying to think of it the other day. Um. Oh shit! I think I lost it again. Uh, it wasn't about the skits? No, no, it was... Uh, oh, as freshmen, this is very telling also, there was a thing that we would chant out. And when I say chant, I mean chant. Mm -hmm. Like cultic shit. We would chant out, I know nothing, teach me something. Wow! Last wow. from the past right there. I know nothing. And, and, and in a militaristic way, For we sure. would go over that over and over and over again. I know nothing... Teach me something. Now, I will say there's something to be said for the fact that you can learn something from every single person that you meet throughout every day of your life. Yeah. There is. Even people that aren't on maybe an intellectual level that you are or, or, or aren't on the, you know, they're not the same age as far younger. You can always learn something from sure. everyone you meet. Yeah. I really believe that. Whether it's through their actions or their wrongdoings, you can always learn something. I get that. I'm not trying to, what I'm trying to do is qualify and not take that away. Right. But the fact that you have this beat into your head on a daily basis, I know nothing, teach me something. And you're lauded and heralded for screaming that out as a group. That's mm -hmm. just so uh, uh, um, demoralizing for one, and demeaning. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for. Demeaning. So demeaning. Like, are you shitting me? Like, no, I don't. Yeah, I came to college and I want to learn shit, but I don't know nothing. I know yeah. a lot of things. Well, especially since we were raised in it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not like we were new converts. You no, know what I mean? like, like we know. We like, you're uh, retelling most, us the story. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're reading it to us from the Greek this time. It's same yeah, shit, really. Yeah, yeah. Wilmington's Guide to the Bible. Mm. If you didn't have that... That, that was, was an expensive one. Bro, that it was, was really big, expensive. Too. 50 bucks? Yeah, it was ginormous, right? It's monstrous. Yeah. We had but that and Haley's. Haley's Handbook, Haley's yeah. And Haley's Handbook, yeah. Not the comment, which is more interesting. Way more interesting. And you won't fall asleep watching it. Mm. Well, anyways. <laughs> so, the, the numbers are very important, is what I was getting at. And we did have one year, our sophomore year, where they actually gave out stickers oh. to say, like, this is how many people... This is the goal of how many people we want to have baptized. So... Putting that into context, what that means is you've got to beat the streets more. You've got to you've got to be in Chicago more. You've, wherever your bus is, Gary, all terrible places. Gary, Hammond, Chicago, like. But at the same time, like the places that if you're not well, everybody should be familiar with that. But Gary, yeah. Hammond, uh, South Cicero, like all these areas that they were, they were targeted for a reason. Oh yeah, 
and it was the people who lived there, the people mm -hmm. who we would view as they didn't have much. They were lower income. Low, like definitely lower income. Yeah. Definitely most of them. I mean, I don't want to say like one. I mean, one one parent households. A lot mm -hmm. of them were. Yeah. I mean, you had your occasional like stepdad or yeah. dad that was there, but they For were the never part, really around. But, broken homes. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. so there was definitely targeted because they. I mean, if we try to do. That's a good point. If we try to do that in the neighborhoods where the pastors lived. Dude, that's such it, a good point. It would have been our it goal. Our goal would have been five, at the most. At the most, because you and again, I don't like. There were we ran into a lot of amazing, beautiful, wonderful people. So we don't say this to yeah. say, I right now, if you took the numbers on my income, I am at poverty level right now. So please give me money. But aside from that, I'm not here to say like anyone's better than anyone else. But the but it, it speaks to itself. There's a reason that there's a there's heightened violence in areas like Gary and Chicago, yeah. and it's not just the overpopulation. Okay, like people need things, people need money, people need to get by, and sometimes that's what they feel like their only resort is. Yeah, I've I've I haven't resorted to violence, but I've definitely been in a situation where I felt like. I have no idea how I'm going to make ends meet. It would make more sense to be stealing from something from someone yeah. to make ends meet this month. Yeah. So again, I'm not trying to, to to try to balance things too much. I'm just trying to say we don't have anything against those people. However, that church sh certainly did, and they certainly understood. Took advantage. Yeah, of it. took advantage of it for sure. Because what he's saying is areas like St. John. Yeah. And uh, Crown Point and Sherville and Maryville. I would think those would be yeah. similar. Um, you know, nicer areas. Uh, Munster. Like. Yeah. You wouldn't. You, yeah. You can knock on doors. Yeah. And you can invite people to church, but you're not going to go and say, we want to take your child from your home today for three hours. We might give them a basketball, maybe some, uh, some Kool-Aid. Tempico. <laughs> Tempico. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we, we are going to take them to our church for a short service and then we'll bring them back. Yeah. And the service didn't take place at the church on those days. No. Uh, on what they would call H day. Uh, we would go and pick up people from the city of Chicago and sometimes Hammond, I think. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, we would, it's it was so messed up. Like it I was. I am I have trepidation in talking about it because it's something that we'll have to we'll use the word allegedly because I'm pretty yeah. sure if we say the stuff that actually <laughs> everything's going to be allegedly. Yeah. Because at this point it's allegedly. So allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, we're we would start. go into the Chicago uh, or Hammond area, and uh, we would allegedly uh, tell people. That we have flyers, we have a shit ton of flyers. I think we would do two rounds, right? We'd go through allegedly. Yeah. We'd go through a, a high rise. Um, mm. Generally, I think it was a high rise that we yeah, went to Hopkins. So Jefferson go... was it the Jefferson Project? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was rough. Oh. Let's back up for one second. The places where we went versus the places we were we weren't allowed to go. We're gonna talk about that. Mm. Couldn't go to a movie theater, right? Because that's the devil. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't be out past a certain time because that's also the devil. Yeah. I do remember people getting in trouble for, uh, for guys. Guys would we'd work we'd work long hours at very difficult jobs in the cold on a dock, like a lot of dock jobs. Meaning you ran a forklift in uh, uh, below zero weather, and you were fucking your hands were all cracked, and you were doing heavy lifting and math and working all night. Really <laughs> and math and yeah. math. I suck at math. I'd rather do the heavy lifting. And you do that till like 10, 11 p.m. in Chicago or in Mantino, somewhere that's an hour away from where you live. And then on your way back, God forbid, you want to stop to get some fucking food because you're famished. That will get you demerits. Because you'll be late. Because not even if you weren't late, even if you were on time and you used your work pass, which your work pass basically mm. says that I can stay out later 
then the other kids that have to be back at 10, 10.30, I think it was 10.30. Yeah. Like, you have to be in your dorm by, by a specific time. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like curfew? A, curfew, thank you. You have to be in your dorm by a specific time. And if you're not, you get demerits because you were definitely having sex with other guys or whatever. So um, you, you, you have to be back at a certain time. But if you had a work pass, meaning my work keeps me, I'm working an hour away, it keeps me out till 11, I won't be back till midnight, then that was okay. Yep. However... If you didn't come straight from your job sure. to the college campus, you would get in trouble. Sometimes that was discipline committee. Yeah. Sometimes that was uh, uh, just a slap on the wrist. Sometimes that was your dorm soup or your mentor or whoever coming to read you the right act about how food's just not that important and you should have been in your bed sleeping when actually you wouldn't have been in your bed. You would have been doing homework because that's the only time in the day that you have to do homework. I'm not mad or triggered right now. <laughs> and so, so, but you could, like, you're right. You could get in trouble for being back past curfew, yeah. but most of us had work passes that allowed us to do yep. that. But if you went and got something to eat on your way home, God forbid. If you used it for anything. Yeah, other for than anything work. other than coming straight back from work. And again, that's to prevent pregnancy and all that. People got pregnant in the dorms. So fuck you. I know some of them. Anyways, I think. In the chapel. <laughs> in the chapel. All the chapel. And in the game room. <laughs> I remember that happened. Somebody in, if, love you, and I think you're an avid watcher. Yeah, now, you like, now you sound like Larry Smith. Love you. Love, love you. you. No, hope, but hope seriously, actually, I probably don't hope love you. Hope to God. Yeah. You're not a house actor, so stupid. Love you. I'm praying for you. I probably don't love you, but you're probably an okay guy. But I think you and your girl got they got caught on the on the ping pong table in the game room, and the ping pong table broke. That's amazing. I don't care if you like him or not. That's amazing. like props, bro. Like props. That's just that's just like that's oh, just that's, all that's, out. that's Family Guy shit. Right that's there. going all out. That's taking game room to a next level. That's, I didn't even put that together. That's yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. Anyways, I think the ping pong pattern was still missing. <laughs> So that was yeah. so that was a thing. Uh, getting not not necessarily the ping pong, not that. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but but that was a thing. Like you you couldn't. I remember getting in trouble coming home from work for um, for listening to Christmas music by a Christian band. Um, yeah, I remember that. Mercy uh, we me. all got yeah. Mercy me and new song. Um, and we all, my whole uh, group, my, everyone that rode to work with me, we all got sent to D.C. because we had one rat in the car that ratted us out for listening to him. To, to Christian musicians sing about Christ. There's some irony. Okay, so you can't go to the theater. Right. You can't go to a restaurant on the way home from work. Yep. Uh, um, girls pretty much can't go anywhere. No. Like, literally. Yeah. The only time girls could go out shopping, unless you had, it was, a, it was either you knew someone, you were HB, I love you, I got so many HB friends, it's not about that, it's just, it, there was entitlement, okay? You, you were HB or connected or your yeah. pastor. Your dad was your pastor. and he Look, here's the thing that, that really it bummed me out because my dad was a pastor, but his church wasn't big enough. So I didn't get this qualification of being the cool kid or all this uh, extra leeway. So that, yeah, that we, were, we were poor Christians yeah. <laughs> as far as far as like yeah, reputation and like what we had. Yeah, there was true. definitely poor middle class pecking, and then the There was a pecking order, yeah. For yeah, sure. Exactly. You got preference for jobs. You got preference for whatever, for breaking the rules, for all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, but places we could go. You, versus... could, you couldn't go. There was like girls couldn't go anywhere unless you had like an approved staff member and you were on a list and you had this thing signed and and, and, the, and then the list was forever. <laughs> then you could go out for like two hours yep. to uh, uh, to buy something that you really needed. Like I don't know, fucking shampoo. So, for instance, you you need like there's essentials that you need. Yeah. And the bookshelf uh, store I think sold like the travel size, which. Probably cost too much money, anyways. So they would have, <laughs> they would have trips 
they were, I don't think it was daily, they would have at least mm. weekly trips where all of the girls in their skirts, not sticking out like sore thumbs at all. And hosiery. And, 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 and oh, nude hosiery. Would get on a bus in the freezing cold and go take a trip to Walmart like a bunch of freaks. The girls aren't freaks for that. Don't take that the wrong yeah, way. No, for the sure. men, the men, not women, the men who made them do that are the freaks. And I know women were involved in the staff as well, but this all emulates from, or not emulates, but this all emanates from a Emanates, man. yeah. And yeah, you know, that that's that's who's making these rules. Yeah. Sorry, Belinda Gayona wasn't making these rules. At some point she was, but initially she wasn't. No. Those were Jack Hiles. So, anyways, all that to say, girls, girls, specifically girls, like guys it was bad enough, but girls it was way worse. Yeah. You can't go anywhere unless you have a chaperone or you're someone special. And you can't just go to Walmart. I'm out of shampoo. Can I go to Walmart? Well... Uh, the next bus, or the the bus for today already left, so you're gonna have to wait till next Monday, and you don't have any shampoo. So sucks to be you. Find someone to give you shampoo. Like really, that was a real situation that would happen. Yeah. And they were always broke, yeah. because the, the girls could only work again unless you were you lived in the area. Meaning you weren't on campus. Basically, unless you lived in the area, you could not get a job anywhere but one of the shittiest jobs that we've ever had. You worked there. Mm -hmm. Discover, right? I can never sell that. The Americal. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking about what we sold. But oh. yeah, Americal. Amerahell, as many of us knew it. Um, yeah, that's the only place girls could work. And their checks didn't go to them. Their checks were routed through Hiles Anderson College. That's right. And they took out their tuition, and I feel like they took out their tithe. That could be incorrect. Yeah, but not... I know they took out their tuition. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. But it's just like, how, how, how would you like that? Like, number one, this is the only place you can work, unless you want to work scholarship, which is like $4 an hour. Yeah. And you don't get that. That goes straight to your tuition. Yeah. So unless you want to work on campus where you're miserable all day anyways, here's this one job that you can work selling shit on the phone, having nasty old guys flirt with you on the phone, because they did that. Mm -hmm. That's your only job. Oh, and by the way, we're not going to give you your check. We're going to route it through our system first, take our money out after the government takes its money out, yeah. and then you can get your paycheck.